with the awesome laptops, though, they are like a thousand plus. You know what I learned this week? After living in this great state my whole life and eating Raisin Cane since 1996, they sell honey mustard. Yeah. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How did I've I not been, know this? I've been knowing that. <laughs> yeah, I used, also, I used to get that for my fries. Also, who gets honey mustard when you can just get cane sauce and drink it? Oh, yeah. I mean, cane sauce is way better. Their honey mustard actually really isn't all that good either. I never... It's okay. Like, it's not on the menu, is it? Like, am I just blind? You may have just I, never been looking for yeah. it. I guess. Now, but I'm, I think I'm it's about to look for it next side. time because they always like, do you want ketchup? Fuck no. Just give me the cane sauce. <laughs> honey mustard? <laughs> I don't know what life is anymore. Yeah. I, I got their honey mustard for like fries once and it was, I don't know, it's like really watery. It was really watery. Like it didn't taste terrible, but I was just like, this is not cane sauce. Yeah. I have like five extra things of cane sauce in my fridge if you just want to do <laughs> some just... shots after the to the show. I feel like it does like do you like pretty good to like take a break from the cane sauce every now and again. No, nah, cane sauce is good. Well, see, I, don't, is I, don't, good. I don't eat canes that frequently anymore because usually when I eat it, I feel ill. So yeah. now it's just kind of like, give me that sauce. Like yeah. the once a month I eat canes. Yeah. So, you know, what can you do? Yeah, that's how I am. Like, I don't eat fast food very often, but when I do, it's like I either go to Chick-fil-A or canes. Oh, stuff. Chick-fil-A is so good. Best breakfast. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's easy. You just get chicken and fries for the most part. It's all mm-hmm. they serve on. Yep. It's all they serve. And bread. Yeah. Yep. That's true. I like dipping that in the in the sauce. Yeah, that's mm. actually the best part, in my opinion. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That's what I'm going to use that leftover cane sauce for. It's just dump it over bread. Yeah. 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 Make your own Texas Tuning in to this week's episode of Gameware Express. My name is Adam Arinder and it is Friday, December the 15th, 2017. You are tuning in to episode 207. Neil Bonham, I'm getting your name right this week. This is where you talk. <laughs> to mess him up. No, because that's Vaughn Venters on the other side. It is. Hello. <laughs> I may be half asleep, but I'm remembering names this week. Don't you worry. Why are you half asleep? It's been a long week, man. Yeah, sometimes I just have those long weeks. Well, I got four hours of sleep last night. He uh, works in school, so it's the end of the semester. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. I yes, I understand English. I do know what you said. All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, I took a nap and woke up like right before Vaughn showed up. So nice. I'm still kind of waking up. So yeah, you me. did say you were gonna nap. I did. Lol. And it was. That's probably what I said. <laughs> um, Steven's out. Friend of the show, Ben Lewis and, and Mia Petrina are getting married this weekend. So congrats to them. Nice. Uh, so Steven's down in New Orleans for that. But we are here and we're going to talk about some video games. Uh, what this is about? Do what? Is that what this is about? That's what this is uh, about. I thought this okay. was about movies. No. I thought this was Star Wars spoiler <laughs> cast. No, it is not. Yeah, we could do that on Sunday if you really want to. Because <laughs> spoilers. <laughs> Darth is Luke's father. Oh, fuck! <laughs> fuck you. Hey, 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 at least it's not the end. That's true. It's like a 40 plus year old spoiler, bro. I always used to get people two years ago when Force Awakens came out. And I'm like, wasn't it cool at the end when Luke turned into a dragon? Oh, shit. You didn't know about that. And then they would get like, oh. Oh. <laughs> well, you really need to see episode eight. At the end, Luke turns into a dragon. What? <laughs> 
for this week's intro question, I have a very specific question that popped into my brain earlier. So I'll, I'll answer first if y'all need to think of an answer. Okay. okay. Um, is the, has what's been the most like trivial thing in a game that makes you just not want to play that game anymore? <laughs> like something really small and minute, but it just completely turns the game off for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like for me, both my examples come this year. Uh, that kind of spurred this question because, like, Breath of the Wild is winning a lot of Game of the Year awards, but, like, my main thing about that game was I hated how the weapons broke, like, every five seconds, and mm-hmm. I literally did not want to play the game just because of that weapon system mm-hmm. and how cooking was stupid fucking, like, every pull up the menu every single time yeah. and it's so like ticky tack but, but the, they had the best jingle it's, ever it's true but they <laughs> also the weapons get up. a lot more durable as you play oh really they do. but i just couldn't get over that hump and like the world is so cool and like the, all the mechanics work well and it's just like really smart in that way but i just cannot get over that weapon thing yeah. eventually you get a weapon that doesn't break yeah i've got figure <laughs> and then my other one which i complain about like every week since september and it seems even more trivial but destiny 2 just keeps rubbing me the wrong way because these fucking shaders yeah, like the, <laughs> all the time. It's it's like it's like the it's it's a bigger thing. And I, I think go back we're going to end up fixing that. But just the fact that I, those are not those are consumables just makes me not want to play because I that's think, the very foundation is based off collectibles and, and making your guy look cool. And, and the fact that they just want to sell you more of these just makes me want to say fuck you to Bungie. I get the feeling like instead of them making them permanent what they'll probably end up doing is when you equip a shader to a gear and mm-hmm. then you equip another one that other one doesn't go away and you'll just be able to select and that's it. fine yeah like I, i've said that you know turn them into tokens that you could just take off and mm-hmm. put on you still need one that's that's all good and but that's probably my most like because i mean to make them permanent would have to like rework the entire system yeah no no that's fine and i think they're gonna have to find a fix in in the system they have and i think right. that's eventually what's gonna happen is that's my personal guess because I mean, the shader stuff is brought up on the subreddit every single day. Because I feel like I'm being like a whiny little bitch about it because that seems so well, like, you're not the stupid, only you know what I'm saying? But it's just like, that makes the game that unfun to me. And like, yeah. that I'm, I'm grinding for basically nothing. It's just a throwaway, you know? Mm-hmm. Just like, oh look, I just got this $100 bill. I'm just going to fucking throw it in the trash because whatever. I mean, I guess like one of the reasons they kind of went with it is because, you know, as the more I've played Destiny, it's it's you... The, the new, like, mobility, resilience, and recovery thing mm-hmm. really don't mean shit yeah, in the game at all. That. So armor is literally just cosmetic. Yeah, exactly. So once you find one that you like and you're like, my dude looks really cool, that's mm-hmm. that's kind of like what I've done to put shaders on stuff. Like, I don't have an armor build for PvP versus PvE. Right. You know, I pretty much just have armor that's... I play Stormcaller, so I, I build everything around just having arc mods. I also wish that's really about it. that there were presets you could do with your armor where it's like, I want to run blue, and then you just click a button, and it changes all of your gear Well, like you that. can't. You do that now? No, oh. you just have to have that. It's the Alexa ghost. But you can set up Oh, you can like, set up um, loadouts. And oh, of course, you just have to buy the Amazon thing, and then right. you could do what I don't want to do for <laughs> the last three fucking years. Exactly, yeah. Um, so yeah, those are those are my two like little nitpicky things. But I mean, those I, I look back because you know obviously Zelda's getting a lot of praise this year. It's like mm-hmm. why did I not like that game? And it always goes back to that. And then like Destiny, sometimes I mean, I play that, that happens. Forever, you know? I mean, not everyone enjoys the same games, right? I mean, <laughs> what about y'all? What 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 do y'all like to whine about that seems I'll trivial? It, I mean, one of mine was also more recent too. Uh, but The Witcher Three, oh, yeah. uh, I couldn't get over the fact that uh, what's his name. Geralt, whatever his name was. Like, I couldn't stand the fact that the game felt 
Like when you were turning the character, it felt like you were pulling a leash around his neck. Oh, you know, it's not that. like his whole body like turned. It was like he just moved like, you know, <laughs> like head and shoulder first. Yeah, I remember you said that was like the main was... reason you traded that game in, which is because of the movement. A lot yeah. of people complained about that. They did eventually patch it. Yeah, which is but... why I've been interested in trying to like start it again. But oh guess... man, you could have uh, gotten it the whole thing for twenty dollars on PSN. I'll that'll eventually happen again too. Yeah, I think there's a Christmas sale going on right now so. for the next couple weeks. Um, it's it's there's just so many games right now that. I'm more interested in playing. So no, I, it's so, it's gonna come down to like, you know, whenever I don't have anything, because I've actually been doing really. Be, I've good. been saying that for years. Whenever I don't have anything, well, I'll go back and play this. And no, I've been saying that for things. years too. But I've also gotten really good at actually like beating games. What's it the like? last like year or two? <laughs> so I like, like eight games I did beat before game of the year in like two weeks. Because really, so. the, the only time I ever got a backlog was the 360 era. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really have much of a backlog this gen. Yeah, same. Um, but like 360 PS3 era was like that's just when like I had money to blow and I was just buying games left and right and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then also this, the only games I have like backlog this gen are all the remasters, like Legend of K. I didn't beat. I want to get Okami, but that's not a, like it's. I've beaten all those. Oh before. man, yeah. I saw screenshots so. of Okami HD. It looks so good. Well, it looks pretty. It was already, it was already pretty. <laughs> on PS3. Yeah, yeah. Like I can't imagine this is any different because it still runs at 30 frames a second. Mm. Even on Pro. Yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. But uh, I think that game is really good for 30 FPS, though. To oh be yeah. Quite honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things like the game's optimized to run in that way. Like for them to optimize it to run at 60 would change the feel of the game and they probably have to work work on it more and not release it for twenty dollars mm-hmm. and i think the art style make like works with it to yeah. be quite honest well i mean it's it's, it's that whole like difference you know i because mean, de- like destiny 2 feels like a much different game at 60 frames a second than 30 like it, it's insane mm-hmm. how much of just like like, I love it at 60 on PC, but it really does just feel like Call of Duty at that point. <laughs> um, whereas, like, playing it on PS4, it feels like Destiny. Is that know? just because that's what you've been used to the past three years? Absolutely. Yeah. But, so. um, but yeah, I, I guess mine is... that the, the, the most recent one that comes to mind was mm-hmm. The Witcher 3, yeah. But Yvonne? Mine is easily either, like... Stupid and unresponsive control schemes or unnecessary mechanics. That Do you don't have an game. example. So lots of fighting. I games. have. <laughs> I have a perfect example of that. I don't know if anyone still remembers me ranting and raving for multiple weeks about how bad Star Fox Zero was. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> but man, I have no idea what possessed those guys to make that control scheme like that because it was extremely frustrating. And I immediately returned the game the first day after beating it because I just didn't want it anymore. <laughs> yeah, like it just felt like it just it, not even I for collection cheated. purpose, huh? No, not yeah. even that. I, I mean, don't, I don't even count it in the canon. That's why so, I only. Damn. That's why I only own one, two, and sixty-four. <laughs> the best ones. So, <laughs> although the three D, but that's still sixty-four. So. Yeah. Also, like a lot of like fighting game mechanics, I, I, that, that's like the top of my list for mechanics that don't really work very well. Like mm. I tried playing the the best example of it, I think, is like a Marvel Infinite, 
where you try to push block and like the character that's attacking that gets push blocked barely goes anywhere. So like it's yeah. What's but what's even the point of the mechanic? <laughs> they want a statue that looks like a giant infinity gauntlet. So I'd take bad mechanics for that. Speaking yeah, of bad mechanics, but awesome <laughs> game, Guitar Hero 1. Oh, Hammer-ons and pull-offs yeah, didn't work. Yeah, work. Yeah. That game was fun <laughs> as hell. <laughs> man, you're, Dude, you're man. not wrong. Of course, there are like, are some exceptions. If like the gameplay itself is good enough, or if the story is good enough, you can look past that, but... Like a lot of like stuff that makes like bad games is like stuff that doesn't work. Gotcha. So. And that's another thing too. Like going back to like Breath of the Wild is that's not even like the game not working. That's just how the game works. No, yeah. yeah like with a- what he doesn't like. Because I personally, I'm usually not a fan of weapons breaking in a mm-hmm. video game. Like I usually hate that idea. Right. But for some reason. They were just so plentiful in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, but it just gave me this weird sense of, I don't know if I want to say anxiety, but it's just like, I feel the need to like play these games like the most efficiently. Mm-hmm. So like, I never want to use my good weapons because they're just going to break, so I just never use them. So I'm like always hoarding things and worried about just like using a stick, and that just like stresses me out and then makes me not enjoy the game at all. Yeah, you need to replay it because, like, <laughs> I mean, it's very rare that half your weapons are not good. Yeah. Like there was so, plus there's like so many like you'll you'll get a custom like later in the game where there's like common weapons that are really good mm-hmm. so all your really good ones you literally save for those like big fights yeah so so um, Vaughn how are the mechanics going in Xenoblade Chronicles two I like them a lot yeah like the uh, I finally have a much better understanding of how combat works you run up to something impressive. Uh no. <laughs> well, you can. That's, that's only how. That's only how the boss, or not the boss, but that's only how the fight starts. Okay. <laughs> so like, there's a whole bunch of like other buttons that you have to press to use your arts. Like I mentioned before, you build up meter to use your uh, specials, so on and so forth. But now I understand how you can do art combos and like blade combos. Mm. So you can like do different things between like your arts and your specials with all your other characters too, and you can like do different combinations to like topple over your enemy or launch them in the air all this cool is, stuff is uh xenoblade chronicles from the same director that did xenogears and xenosaga i think so because it's weird know. it's weird that it's a xeno game with all these like overly complicated mechanics and it's not that guy <laughs> i wouldn't say they're like because like that's i wouldn't a, say they're complicated no i just mean it, just... it's like uh like it's cool but it almost feels unnecessary <laughs> Um, I wouldn't say how many meters are on the screen either. at once because that's like how Xenosaga to. was. Like Xenosaga had a lot going on, and it just like I get it; it's cool, but it's like it almost feels unnecessary in a sense. I wouldn't say it's unnecessary because it definitely makes the combat like super interesting. I'd say yeah. there's a lot, but none of it's really complicated. There's it's just a lot to know. It's got to be the same dude. <clears throat> I wouldn't surprise me. I don't know his name, but. How far along are you? Are you getting towards the end? Is this like another 80-hour game? Uh, oh, it's definitely an 80 to 100-hour-plus game, especially with if you want to do like post-game stuff or whatnot. I'm like 60 Gotta get that light level higher. In, so I think I'm about maybe three-fourths of the way done. I've been playing it a lot. <laughs> okay. But it's a lot of fun. So overall, it's good? Oh, yeah, definitely good. The story is great. Like, I keep getting sucked in. It's just, it's just like, the, the chapters are just so long. It's just, like, 
I want to like just progress the story, but there's like all these side quests and all these different towns that I want to like do to get the extra experience <laughs> and whatnot. So like, it makes doing chapters and exploration like longer than it needs to be, in my opinion. But uh, Xenosaga director is different from Xenoblade Chronicles Two director. Okay. Xeno, this according to Google, Xenosaga Episode One director is Tetsuya Takahashi. And the listed on Xenoblade Chronicles 2, the directors are Ko Kojima and Genki Yakota. Okay. Interesting. Because <clears throat> so. it's just weird that these Xeno games have all this shit going on. And it's <laughs> <laughs> they, that's just how they are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I've only ever played the Xenoblade games, so I haven't played any of the Xenosaga ones. Mm-hmm. They were good. One was awesome. Two was kind of shallow three ends the series amazingly gotcha and xenosaga is just for a game that ended unfinished i don't know how they made it fucking mind-blowing <laughs> still rocking those japanese voices oh yeah that ever since i started i never went back <laughs> and the characters i think are all very interesting there's not a single character that i don't like were there characters in the first game you didn't like uh, there were a couple. Okay. <clears throat> but I, I I enjoy all these, like, characters. They're all, like, quirky in their own, like, sort of way. Probably, like, a, it coincides with the art style that goes with it, too, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm big into anime games like that, so you know how it goes for me. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, have you been playing anything else this week? Or are you just mainly focusing on that? Just that. Okay. Nothing else. <laughs> Trying to finish it before game of the year, so... <laughs> Don't even get me started on that. Neil! Yes, sir. What you been up to? I uh, got a little bit further in uh, Good Old Horizon. Okay. Um, Did you pass me up finally? Uh, I'm, like, just past the proving. Okay. Like, when she becomes a... What's it called? Uh, seeker. A seeker. Yeah. yeah, and then you, like, leave the gates. Yeah. That's where I stopped. That's where I stopped. Okay, so now we're in the same spot. So yeah, we're in the same <laughs> spot. Um, did, so, did, it, did it get better? Because I knew, I know when you first were talking, you didn't sound too into it before you got yeah, to well, the, like, when, the proving. Yeah. So when when I when we were first talking about this game, basically I had done just what is I guess the tutorial of the game, the main tutorial where right. she's the kid going mm-hmm. through the cave and all that, and I just felt like I think I had mentioned that the game just it didn't feel as smooth as I had hoped, like as right. far as it controlling and everything, but. That must be like a close quarters issue because mm-hmm. the game in the open world opens is up. amazing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just feel like, I guess, like with the way the camera work is and how the controls work, like when you're in a cave like that, it just it felt clunky and weird. Plus, her like character model's weird with her weird, shiny, like doll face when yeah. she's a child. A, a, lot, a lot of that <laughs> is um, strange to me because it does that whole Skyrim thing, like where it's just like stagnant bodies talking to each other with yeah. no real emotion <laughs> and I, I guess that's just something you you know it never bothered me in skyrim it doesn't really bother me in horizon but it is just weird <laughs> see maybe i didn't get far enough because i know um aloy and her actress were up for best performance for the game awards and i just in my three or four hours and i don't see it the think... voice acting is good yeah but the like the motion capture yeah. and stuff isn't i mean it, it's, it's all very, it's nearly it's all very existent you yeah know? So, it really is like like in skyrim you know mm-hmm. like there's a lot of stuff that's good as far as dialogue but you're not going to get some like uncharted style right i also don't think i like her so. voice very much yeah then i might just that's just me i guess um but the story is getting 
really yeah, like, interesting. Uh, I was already like, what's going on in this world? Why are they outcasts? Whole, now it's like this whole other thing. Like, what the fuck is that going whole, on in this mountain? <laughs> like, the proving stuff was really unexpected. Then, yeah, I was like, I really want to finish. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the... Like, I, that was like one of those, like, my emotions just started, like, hitting mm-hmm. me. Like, mm-hmm. one after another. And I was like, what? <laughs> Why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be a I feel, I feel. I feel like, I guess, like, I'm... This game's coming up on like a year old, so I hope I didn't like just ruin something for people that haven't. Played <laughs> I mean, it's the it, first. But... This is like the that's like the prologue. Yeah, like it, it's very very early on in the game, and I feel like I have a lot longer to go. Um, the uh, the thing is, is, like this is just one big Far Cry game. Like when you get into the open world and what you have to collect and craft and everything. Yeah, just with more side quests. Yeah, it's it's definitely dinosaurs. like like. The, the bows and weapons and stuff are cool, but every single other aspect of the game is like, it's been done before. Right. And, I mean, this game does everything that it does really well, and I can see the praise for it. Um, the combat is cool. That's like, what... with the, like, I just got the little slingshot with the freeze bombs, mm-hmm. and, you know, between using that and the, like, electric trapper... That's kind of cool. That's the one thing I'm worried about trying to go back to it. I'm going to mention this last week. Just like trying to remember all of those systems. It, it's not bad. Because um, like you have to hide and you click your earpiece and then it like yeah. shows the track of the dinosaur. But yeah. you can like do something to throw it off or you can shoot the little the, like the thing I've noticed stun is, gun or the um, leash thing. I think jumping back into it won't really be a big deal because like when you hold L2 to aim or look at something, yeah. it still tells you... Like R one to select the track, oh, yeah. so so the the button tutorial mm-hmm. still comes up nonstop. Okay, good. And just remembering like what I had and like what all the different weapons and stuff do. Yeah. Well, I don't so. think you have too many at this point, unless you bought a whole bunch. But I, I may mean, have bought a few. But it's like I have the bow, the electric trapper, and mm-hmm. the and the freeze bomb slingshot, and that's it. I totally have more than you then. So, yeah, you got a lot of stuff. Yeah, I I, I, I have like saved a lot of. stuff. Like resources, I'm kind of yeah. like hoarding them in that game. Oh, yeah. I did, I did like all the side, all the side quests and stuff that I came mm-hmm. up on. So it's like, like from where I am as far as the story goes, I feel like it would have taken about an hour to get there. But I've put like six into the game. So yeah, well, that's like my thing. It's like I put Near Automata back in, mm-hmm. but I played it for like ten minutes because it was like late and I was and I was, it was just one of those where it was like I don't remember what the hell is going on. I kind of got my bearings with the controls, and I was just like, I am not mentally into this right now. I'm just going to go to bed. Uh, and I haven't had a chance to, to play it again since. Yeah, but those, those are two games I really want to go back to because I've heard such great things, and those both came out I mean, I guess months one, ago. One way to look at it is if you do need to restart Horizon, at least you're not that far into it. Right. Um, but, a, but it's again, a lot of talking like, at the beginning of the game, though. I do not want to do that. Yeah, I mean, if you again. remember the gist of what happens, I don't yeah. think you're going to be missing out on too much. And I think the game does... It, it's kind of like Mario. Like, every time you get a power-up, it tells you yeah. what to do. I guess if I get confused, I can just text you since we're about in the same spot yeah. now. I mean, it's like square is crouch, yeah. click down R3 for your focus, mm-hmm. L2 to aim, R2 to shoot. Right. Um, when you're not aiming, R1 and R2 are your melees. So, it, it's pretty... That's right, and you can like hit him with your stick and like yeah. There's like light melee and heavy melee. Yeah, that's that's which I just heavy melee the shit out of. (laughs) (laughs) Whop them to death, robot dinosaur. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Anything else? Destiny. Destiny. Been playing more Curse of Osiris, and uh, it's grown on me a lot. Um. So yeah. 
<laughs> they're still. That was it. I mean, you know, I've, I've shared. Did they that I did miss. they nerf that laser gun? Yes. Okay. So they gave it to everyone. So basically, like when they sold Galley, when when Zara sold Galley right before they nerfed it. This was a different nerf. Mm-hmm. Galahorn was still really strong. Oh really? This, this is like useless now. Not useless, but about as useful as Coldheart is. Yeah, if not weaker. Oh really? Yeah. I, but I'm not sure. I've only ever only ever really used Cold Hard in the raid, so I'm not really too sure. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know. I need to play with Prometheus Lens again because, like, one of the cool aspects of it in PVE was whenever you killed something, it would reload the magazine from the reserve. Oh shit! So it was kind of like <laughs> it's a, just like continuous. Kinda, yeah, so kind of <laughs> like bad juju from the yeah. first one. You know, like mm-hmm. how that pulse rifle. I wasn't a pulse rifle fan, but that thing fucking rocked because. Just every kill you got, it would just reload full clip from the reserve. So, I mean, you were still losing your bullets, but you never had to reload. Right. Mm-hmm. Which, in Destiny time, that that can make or break some some aspects. But um, It just sucks so much to me, because I, I miss the running and the shooting and the chatting. But, like, f- fuck everything else about Destiny 2 right now. <laughs> just, like, I can't support that. Just like I can't support Battlefront right now. Just, I can't. I can't do it. Yeah, I mean it's understandable. It's not pay to win. It's, but it's pay to get your loot, and the game is a loot game, right? <laughs> but it's pay to have so fun. So it's kind of pay to win. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's just one of those things. Like I definitely, you know, I'm not backing down from my concerns of where I see Eververse taking this mm-hmm. series. Unfortunately, maybe when you know the House of Wolves comes out. Yeah, and like okay, this is better. Maybe I'll I'll get both and, and come back in, but I just can't give them twenty or forty dollars right now for this. Yeah. From what I've heard and from what is going on. Yeah, I mean, as someone who like I play Destiny two and enjoy it a lot, so the twenty dollars is feeling more well spent mm-hmm. uh, because I mean I'm, I'm one of those people that enjoys the grind in Destiny. Right. Um, I had no problem with they, that, and they and they brought that back. With this expansion, because like, well, yeah, because they the, trickle your XP, so you have to grind more. <laughs> well, not just that. I meant like for <laughs> weapons and no, no. like, uh, like the verse weapons. Yeah. So now they're they're basically um, like you get the verse weapons. Like you go to Brother Vance, you get a verse box, and that box um, has different materials that you have to grind for doing certain activities. Once you get those, um, you bring the box back to him. Go to the forge, and it gives you a weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't know like what weapon it is. I mean, you can look it up, I'm sure. But there's like verses one through ten, mm-hmm. so I'm sure it's just like one of each style of weapon, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just it's cool that it's like giving you a reason to actually do certain activities because you know strikes were useless in Vanilla Destiny two, like there was no right. reason to do them at all. There's no reason now to do anything in Vanilla Destiny two. Now there's like a reason to do everything because gotcha. it's because it actually it may not reward you with the loot you necessarily want but it's rewarding you with the materials that you need for good good stuff and All it's right. and it's uh then they they just updated the game again on the 12th and mm-hmm. that brought in the masterwork system which is really cool cuz that's kind of the itch for rerolled weapons that I missed but this just like rerolls a certain stat not mm-hmm. the perks. So the perks on the gun still stay the same. Gotcha. But it'll re-roll stats. So, you know, you can get like a Uriel's gift with even more stability. And that's yeah. just like killer. Um, and what what else did they do that was good? Um, Nothing. 
<laughs> I, I had it on the tip of my tongue, but I just lost it talking about Masterworks. Oh, Zer. So Zer now sells like uh, three of coins again. Okay. And then he also has this thing called a Faded Ingram, which costs 97 legendary shards. That's a lot. Uh, well, what it, what it is is I think it's a guaranteed exotic of something you have not gotten in your collection yet. Oh, okay. And so it's like it can be any of the weapons that you haven't gotten or depending depending on what character you're on, mm-hmm. it's like class-specific gear. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that Faded Ingram is one per account, not one per character. Oh. So like if, I, if you go grab it on like your hunter and then on your warlock, you can't grab it. Interesting. So um, if I grab it with my hunter, can I get a warlock piece? Because that would suck. So far from what I'm reading, no one has experienced that. Okay, good. Like that's what I meant by depending on what you who yeah. you grab it on, it's mm-hmm. class specific as far as the gear. And it's just one per week per account. Yes. Okay. Um, but it costs ninety seven shards, which is yeah. a lot. Um, Considering what he normally sells each week yeah. is like twenty three. And three of coins now are thirty one shards a piece. But they work differently. Like, instead of it just being, like, it ends when you kill an Ultra, mm-hmm. it, it, they work like the Crucible and Vanguard tokens, where when you pop it, it basically boosts the exotic drop rate for four hours. That's pretty good. So, not not a bad thing. So, they're definitely... I, I really want... Yeah, I, but... I know this is shocking, but I really want a grenade launcher in the game. <laughs> they have one called the Colony, but it reminds me of my, like, favorite weapon from uh, Armed and Dangerous, the land shark gun. Where, like, you used to shoot the shark into the ground and it, like, swam and then ate random enemies. So what this is, is it's a grenade launcher that you shoot it, it lands in the ground, and it has these spiders that travel through the ground and, like, track enemies and then, like, get under them and blow up. That, that was, okay, well, I guess that's all right. That was going to be my next point. It's like, yeah, but I don't really want any exotics in Destiny 2 other than, like, the two I have because they don't feel like they're that special or oh, that good. Oh, I, I don't even use Mida anymore. Oh, really? Like, some of the new weapons in this, uh, like, the new Scout I got, I love because it reminds me of a Badger CCL. Mm. So it's, like, slow firing but high impact. Oh, yeah. Uh and I just I really like the sound and look of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got a new auto rifle that I think outbeats Uriel's gift. It's called Positive Outlook. And then for my heavy slot, I've mainly just still been using Merciless or a rocket mm-hmm. launcher because Merciless fucking eats shit alive. <laughs> um, I haven't tried the raid Larry yet, but I hear it's really good um, from like friends that have played it. Um, Nice. Although talking to them about it, it was my fault, but um, I haven't beat the first raid yet. And like just through talking about it, they like spoiled how the first raid ends. Aww. Which I guess, you know, it's been three months. I should have done that by now. Is but... there more? I don't want to know, I guess. But there's more than just kill him? Mm, sort of. Oh, okay. That's what we were stuck on was, you know, killing him. Yeah, I, I mean that was the last thing in the raid. It's just like what happens after that. There's there's like uh, something that happens, and like mm. you realize something, and you wake up and you're all in a dream. Yep, <laughs> Link's Awakening, Destiny DX. <laughs> um, Does it include the color dungeon? Yeah, all the dungeons are pretty colorful, actually. So. <laughs> all right, cool. Yes, but uh, but yeah, it's the game still has a. Like, I still miss being able to choose, like, what mode of Crucible I want to play. 
and having it be 6v6, the far Having it be option. 6v6, yeah. If they ever change Crucible to 6v6 or change the fucking shaders, call me and I'll give them money. <laughs> and I'll give them money immediately to buy yeah. his X-Packs. But until then, this would be nice. Is, um, this man is all about them. The shaders. only kind of way I've learned to like correct <laughs> that is like even when I'm playing like by myself with blueberries, it's like I just go stick with someone. Mm-hmm. And it's like that makes Crucible more fun. Especially right. like once you get, you know, because that game does a real good job of like, like when, like just today I was playing one and me and this dude like just kind of like ran a train on the other team and clash. <laughs> and so it's just cool that that game, like without talking to this dude, yeah. there was like this mutual understanding of what was going on because it's like you have to play this way to even like stand a chance in PvP anymore. Right. And yeah, I, I, I want that. I miss strike specific loot. Yeah. Um, like that, that stuff was kind of fun. I still wish the Infinite Forest was something more along the lines of like Archon's Forge or Court of Oryx. I miss like that kind of activity. We'll just wait for the next thing that he's going to charge you money for. Then you'll get it back. Well, I've already been charged for it, so. <laughs> oh, sure. You bought the expensive version. Yeah. So, but, but overall, uh, Curse of Osiris is a step in the right direction. I just. I really love Destiny 1. <laughs> Destiny 1 was like killer for the last two years. I mean, even the first year is... The first year is like, I loved it, but when looking back on it, it's like, how the fuck did I play that game? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> But, man, like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, experiences change, change as you uh, go through yeah. games. Like, but other than that, speaking of uh, coming back to a game after a while, I decided to jump on back into old Super Mario Odyssey. Okay. And the yeah. first thing I did was do uh, Long Journey's End. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> fuck. I told me, you. Man. I told you. I mean, I had played it a little bit, you know, before like dropping the game for the last month. But man, coming back to it. <laughs> I, and I that's just got, the first thing I you got do? like I got like yeah I got like really disheartened because I played for like a good hour and I got to where you go through the first pipe mm-hmm. and it comes and it's like the platform that like goes on the rail but it like constantly hit those things that shoots out the little wave beam yeah um, and that's where I died and I was like oh not gonna be bad because I assume that pipe was a checkpoint no no checkpoints. Never in no. checkpoints. Can can you just answer me something? How close was I to like getting done like through? Because uh, it? it was like once once I didn't hit that checkpoint, it started me back at the beginning. I just put my switch down and I was like, you know how most people like break controllers. <laughs> this is like I, I I wasn't to that point, but it was like if I would have tried again, I probably would become one of those people. <laughs> I believe like after that particular section, there are. Two more pipes before you get to the final area. Fuck me, man. I mean, neither neither of those sections are like super long or anything, but they are not as long as that first difficult. section because that first section is long. I mean, like, uh, but but by I mean pipe, like I think like there's like two more like sections within that section that you were at. So like, but you were at the second to last section, I guess. Okay, because I mean, as far as because as far as like activities to get that to get to that pipe, there was about six or seven different things that I did. Let's see, you died on the rail, so there's like, yeah, you only had two more activities before you got to the final area. Well, fuck me, bro. (laughs) Okay, I'm doing that tonight then. 
Because I mean, I got I got hella good. Like, like, I got hella good at this this like first <laughs> beginning. Another thing I love is like how uh, they they get you with that like first little mini boss thing that that starts long yeah. journeys in. Because it's like I sat there and did it, did it, did it, did it. Then I was like. I can just run past this motherfucker. Like, you can. Fuck the six hearts. <laughs> I can get that later. <laughs> yeah, I assume you found the uh, the Sphinx, right? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, helps I did a find lot. that, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, Long Journey's in is an extremely hard level. Dude, yeah. <laughs> in most Mario games nowadays, the I'm last still, level is the hardest to land. I'm still not sure it's as hard as... Uh, Victory Road or whatever. Victory no, Road. Not Victory, Champions Road. Champions Road, yeah, in 3D World. How far did you get in that? And also, um, I did. I beat that. You beat that? Yeah. I got to the very end, I couldn't do it. Um, and also, uh, New Super Mario Brothers U, the last like nine special stages that unlock, or eight eight stages that unlock, because after you get all the tokens in every single world, uh, I didn't that play. shit. It's fucking hard. I didn't, I didn't play you, but I did play like the extra levels in uh, New Super Mario Bros. on the Wii. You should and those play were you. hard. You you is use. I know you don't really care for like the like you think they drug out that style a lot, but you was like, I think you'd really like you. I tried <laughs> you. I didn't really like it past the desert level. <laughs> Which was World Two, <laughs> so you got like through all eight worlds. I got I got through the first world and made it to World Two before I got bored. I uh, see, it yeah, because see, like there's a lot like like worlds like five, six, and five, six, seven, and eight are like crazy cool, and the map design is like really good mm. with how you can uh like just traverse the map really neat. But uh, but yeah, that's that's all I played. Okay. Oh. Wait. I did just buy a game, but I haven't played it yet. I but it, like four games. But it looks fucking amazing. <laughs> it just came out on Switch. It's called Never Stop Sneaking. I think um, I've heard about Scott it. Scott sent it to us, I believe. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's just a parody of Metal Gear Solid. Like everything, like even the trailer is MGS3. That's good. Just like <laughs> redone with this like insane batshit character. All the like the game looks like a PlayStation One game, just higher resolution. That's good. But it's like the characters still look, you know, like they were done in a PlayStation yeah, like One game. Blocky with all um, the mis- re- misrepresented textures. <laughs> yeah, but holy shit, that game looks fucking fantastic. And as a Metal Gear fan, I think I'm going to really enjoy it because mm-hmm. it just looks like a parody of Metal Gear Solid, a parody slash love letter. If that makes sense. That's good. That's, That's good. Cool. I think I might pick it up then. It's from a... Uh... Who did it? Mm. <laughs> it's the guy that made... Uh... Oh, it's something we played. Mm. It's, something, it's something we played. <laughs> I don't know why you're looking Scott at mentioned it. I just... I, I can't remember. It was... Man, you know, when you search on Google and it usually comes up on the side, it's like, here are the people who made this game. But no, I don't want to fucking do that this time. I'm trying to do it really quick and sneaky. Yeah, well, you can't do it quick and sneaky at all, sir. <laughs> there, uh, Dust and Elysian Tail. That's it. Yep. Yep. Dust. Yeah. So, um, I haven't really played much because I can't stop playing the dungeon run mode in Hearthstone in the Cobalt and Catacombs expansion that I talked about last week. That's not going to help you towards Man, the Man, it is so fun. Holy shit. It's like the best thing Hearthstone has done in like the three years. It's or almost four years it's been out. 
just because it's just a single player uh, rogue like esque. So thing. it was kind of stupid, but once you pay more money for the expansions, <laughs> the game gets better. Uh, no, because you don't have to pay for this. Free. Well, free. Hey, Age of Triumph. There we go. <laughs> free update. I uh, I beat it once as a warlock. And yeah, gotten, you did. Yeah, and I've beat. I've gotten really close with uh, <laughs> warrior and hunter. That's not the class. <laughs> hunter is. But uh, it's just I'm playing it at work. I'm playing it at home. Like I just can't stop because I just need to beat it. And can't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. And it's just because you get that run where you finally get like a good draft and you get good power ups. You're like, this is gonna be it, and then the computer just totally fucks you, and it really sucks because you didn't draw like the one card you need. And then you immediately just want to re-roll and do it again. Mm. It's like so good. I know the addiction. Yeah. Which um, is not in a card game. I still haven't played any of, now wasting money, paying whatever. I haven't played any Constructed since the new expansion came out. So I bought all these cards. I don't even use them. Because I'm just playing the single player mode over and over again. And I have no shame in that, Vaughn. When are they going to add draft mode? It's called Arena, dude. Oh, it it's is? It's been out since it came. Okay. Since, it, since, <laughs> been, since the game came out. Gotcha. You draft a deck of 30 cards and you play. And if you... It's it's kind of like uh, Trials where... <laughs> it's either... Michael's shaking his head at me. <laughs> it's either first to 12 wins or three losses. So... And you get more more rewards. Uh, so Destiny ripping up our that, that would be um, a, That would be a mode that I would be about. Because when I played Magic, I was all about drafts. Yeah, and what's great about just playing Arena is if you win at least seven games, you're, you can be an infinite Arena player because you get more back than you put in. Because it's, it's 150 gold or $2 to play the Arena. Um, and if you get that, you get a pack of cards, plus you get all your gold back, plus other stuff. So you can technically not pay any money and just keep really good at Arena, and then you can buy get cards, and you never have to pay money for it. Besides your entry fee, the one time. There you go. That's always fun. Two dollars. Two dollars. Um, let's move on to the news. News, news, news. All right, what we got this week, man? Um, Capcom Cup ended. Yeah. Last weekend, yeah. the winner was Mina RD. Perfect. Birdie. Yep. And a lot of people were quite split on what happened at the end there because like how, i hate it when he pulls his hands down and mooned us. a lot of <laughs> a lot of people were not impressed with mena's play as opposed to tokido's ah so, but mena still a lot won of people, right he still won yes a lot so. of people felt that like hey he just used like all the old street fighter 5 stuff in order to win he'd be like that's the game so i don't know what y'all are complaining about yeah didn't they play street <laughs> yeah, fighter 5 I mean, <laughs> like yeah street fighter 5 has questionable design mechanics and whatnot but i mean at the end of the day that's what you have to use in order to win and he used the there system. you go this he, other yeah he played like a nut at some times but it's I mean, kind of like whenever kinda what you have to do yeah it's kind of like whenever you know we're playing destiny and if we're in and a group and crucible it. people are like oh, yeah. fucking uriel's gif it's like can you blame him it's the best <laughs> fucking auto <laughs> rifle in the game i mean the the guy who got second he's the one who got he's the one who won eva right yes okay um so aside from shady play they announced the season three lineup for street fighter five and some (laughs) old fan favorites are coming back neil i really like i really like how they just like said fuck this like people like our shit getting leaked like here here's all of them at once a lot of people were also complaining about like how they weren't like letting people know like what characters were in this season that we're on now so they announced breezes so kit like... <laughs> and black goku right <laughs> you're talking about dragon ball fuck. 
But yes, they they're making the they're making a better decision this time by just saying, "Hey, these are all the characters that are coming out this season." Like I've, they did the first season. I've heard of thing. some of these characters. I've heard well, of, two of them are new. I've heard of Blanca. Yeah, I've heard of Cody, but he's not a prisoner anymore. He looks like a respectable businessman. Well, in the trailer, he was still in jail. Uh, well, here, here with, he, with here the handcuffs. He's, here he's wearing he, like a suit. He he might be he might be out of jail finally. Oh, shit. And I've heard of Sagat. You haven't heard of Sakura? Uh. Sakura has been in like a lot of Street Fighter games. Okay, so she's <laughs> there as well as Falca. Uh, that's a new character. And G, also a new character. He looks like a preacher man. He's gonna fuck like, your shit up like an Amish preacher man. I like his top hat. <laughs> <laughs> So these uh, new characters and the season pass will be available on January sixteenth. Yep, so that's like a month very, away. Very, very soon. And I don't know why I did this, but the character pass one and two are currently on sale for fifty percent off. Ah, so for you ten and fifteen dollars respectively. So you swipe those up real fast. I did. <laughs> Because I actually have interest in Street Fighter once Arcade Edition comes out. Because what have I been bitching about for about the past two years with this game, Vaughn? Arcade mode. Exactly. So <laughs> and now you're finally my, getting it. Putting my money where my mouth is. I'm going to check this out. Um, that means I can use my fight money for like skins and shit, right? Because I'll yep. use your fight money for characters, but I just bought characters with real money. Uh, you can use your fight money for so other things. Uh, yeah, there are some costumes. Mm-hmm. There are some costumes, however, that you cannot buy with fight money. That'd be cool if game. they made like a skin where he has like a stick that's on fire, so he can be <laughs> fire stick Cody, and just be a jab at you know everyone illegally doing shit to their Amazon fire stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Uh, of course, the balance changes are also going to be there as well. So people who were upset with balance for, from certain characters this season won't have to bitch as badly anymore. Oh, they're still going to bitch. Don't worry. Um, It'll just move on to other characters. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that's generally how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, who's ready for some big number sales figures? Well, hold on, I, hold on. You're not even going to announce like what else was announced as far as Street Fighter going? Did something else happen with Street Fighter? Oh yeah, like the, the 30th the, the anniversary. Re- yeah, they're re-releasing like every game as part of the 12 games on one thing. Oh yeah, I saw that. 60 bucks next summer. 60? Yeah. Fuck that. I thought it was going to be 40. It's like Street It's like all I mean, it is 12 games. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> it's a lot. 12 of games. old games. <laughs> it's uh, um it's coming out on Switch, which is really exciting, yeah. as well as PS4, Xbox One, Man, and uh, Capcom PC. really wasn't the... looking forward to supporting Switch, but now... Well, I mean, they, they, said, they said Street Fighter, uh, Ultra Street Fighter 2 did really well. Man, so, how about a giant fuck you to the people who bought that, right? Right? No shit. Because... I mean, from, from the people who were playing it, they seemed to enjoy it. Here, here are the 12 games on the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. Street Fighter... Alright. Street Easy. Fighter 2. The Street Fights. Uh, 2 Champion. Uh, 2 Hyper. Super Street Fighter 2. Super 2 Turbo. It's a lot of Street Fighter 2. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter Alpha. Street Fighter Alpha 2. Alpha 3. And then Street Fighter 3. Second Impact. And Third Strike. Alright. So it's basically four games. But different versions of them. I mean, that's how Street Fighter goes, man. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of Street Fighter. There's five different Street Fighter 2 games. 
You know, I'm actually surprised that there was no Street Fighter 4. Uh, you can just go buy that on PS4. Yeah, you're right. But I guess I'm you can't sh- play it on I'm, Switch. I'm so. shocked because, I mean, all the games are like the sprite pixelated 2D yeah. fighters. Yeah. See, like, I might actually get this on Switch because, I don't know, I feel like it looked better on that small screen. You can play and on the go. I wanted to I wanted to check out the Ultra Street Fighter, but it's like I didn't want to pay. That D-pad f- that, yeah. that the Switch has. I didn't want to play, uh, <laughs> I didn't want to pay $40 for that. So now you paid $40 for one version of Street Fighter 2. Now you pay $60 for five versions of Street Fighter 2 and seven other games. Yep. Fuck you guys. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, <laughs> that is coming out in May. Oh, I'm sorry, it's only forty dollars. So it's the same fucking price. Right. Double fuck you. Yeah. Um. Well, it's forty dollars on PS4 because I'm on the Sony blog reading those names. So fifty dollars on Switch, probably. <laughs> Unless you download it, then it's forty bucks. Those cartridges, man. And actually, only Street Fighter. Uh, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, and Street Fighter Alpha 3 and 3rd Striker on the cartridge. The rest, <laughs> all the good ones. The rest you have to uh, download. See, I never played it, like any of the Alpha games, so I'm, uh, I want to check those out. I own Alpha 1, but that's the only one I've played. Mm-hmm. From my understanding, Alpha 2 is, is like, the, good one. the good one. Well, you know why Capcom wants to support Switch more, uh, Neil, right? Nintendo came out and announced the Switch has sold 10 million units worldwide in its first nine months of existence. That's extremely good. That's extremely good. That's like pacing with PS4 almost when that came out. Like, that's insane. And especially considering like half of that time, like most people couldn't couldn't find access. Exactly. Right. So that's really cool. Uh, Whereas, like, I don't think they, I don't think that was a problem with PS4. No, they they had those on in, in stock for the most part. So. I mean, we've been saying this since the fucking thing came out. At least I know I have. Like, Switch is the real deal, guys. You want to put your games on it. Yeah. Like, if you're an indie studio and you're not working on Switch, like, what are you doing with your life? Because it, these these numbers are only going to get higher now that they become more and more accessible. Yeah. And it's such a good machine. The only thing that kind of sucks about releasing a game on Switch is that the eShop is still fucking Terrible. shit to navigate. And you have to yeah. pay more for carts. But, you know. That's... I mean, that's really up to how they price it. No, I mean, like, it costs more as a developer to put your game on oh, the yeah. cart. Yeah. But I meant, like, there are some games that it's, like, well, yeah, they're $30 more to download or $40 to get the that, cart. And it's... That, that cart price thing. Yeah. Um, PlayerUnknown's Battlegrounds came out this week on Xbox One, and it's already a million players on Xbox One. I'm not surprised. So, that's a lot in three days in a broken game. An Xbox preview program, you know, loves it. Hey, it's an alpha. I hear <laughs> if you play that game on a vanilla Xbox One, it runs like ass, like complete know. shit. Like it looks like shit. It runs like shit. I've only, I've only played it for a little bit on PC, and it didn't really grab me. I liked it, but and it's one of those where like, I wish we had I had buddies, you know? Yeah, yeah, that probably would have made it more fun. But like, I have like, you know bigger indie studio bigger studio i guess whatever they have the time and the resource but i mean i just find fortnite to be a much more fun game yeah yeah i say wait for the beta on ps4 that's not happening that's not happening no it will Xbox One. it just the game has to officially release before it's coming i to PS4. don't know about that You're talking about battlegrounds yeah i don't know about that i think this might be xbox one exclusive 
no, the game, the the early access game preview is Xbox One exclusive. But once it hits 1.0 for consoles, are you sure? Com- from my understanding, I've yeah. heard from people it's coming to PS4. Hmm. That's, that's Maybe my I misread something, but that's not happening till like spring. Because like even though it's launching 1.0 on PC, it's not launching 1.0 on Xbox One. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I I must have misread that. Um. Okay. The Game Awards are last week. We talked about those, I think, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. Turns out 11.5 million other people tuned into those to watch it as well. Well, 11,499,997 people. <laughs> so not quite 11.5. We got the exact number people. here. <laughs> um, so that's really good. Like this, Considering it's only its fourth year in this weird, like, not TV. And it's been really bad the first three years. Yeah, it was pretty... The first year was okay. first year was okay because, so like, it was its first year. Mm-hmm. It was, like, getting off the ground. It wasn't on Spike TV. Or was it on Spike TV? No, not the first year. Yeah. The, uh... I mean, that's really good. Congrats to Keely and, and, again, and everyone. I was trying to see for... I was trying to look for 2016 numbers. They're saying... This is a blog post on the game awards website it says they were up uh 65 percent from 2015 nice. so the game awards 2016 live viewership was up 65 year over year to 3.8 million live streams across the two and a half hour of uh program plus pre-show this is up from 2.3 million live streams in 2015 and 1.9 in 2014 so they went from 1.9 to 2.3 to 3.8 to 11.5 million live it's a huge jump this year that's crazy um i think you know they've obviously been like marketing to china that's why they have like that chinese award uh game award this year mm-hmm. so that probably helped with its viewership but that's really cool because the, the, mo- the more they can establish this the more people that tune in you know they can get bigger reveals and more people on board to make it more of like a real thing. And I felt like that went in that direction this year. I agree. And then we can all really be like, fuck the Oscars, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that one guy. <laughs> and then speaking of live streams, uh, the NBA announced this week that they're going to start broadcasting G League games, which is developmental league. Oh, the, on like Twitch. with uh, Ben Affleck and... Yep. And, yep, the G uh, League. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, on, uh, sports are coming to Twitch, yo. Yeah, that's we true. Could, we could already watch football. Yeah, that's true. I didn't realize that. I watched the, yeah, the Thursday night how, game on Twitch while I was watching the game. Awards. I like how I like how the NFL's like, yeah, here's the NFL. NBA's like, well, we'll give you like fucking the, <laughs> the, the <JV laughs> shit team. no one can watch yeah. anyway. <laughs> um, but I mean, that's really cool. I'm really. I also learned by looking this up uh, that Baton Rouge is out of the running for the Pelicans D League team because they want to have uh, a team associated with each like major franchise or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, Baton Rouge is trying to get the the Pelicans association, but that's not happening. It looks like they might be going to Pensacola. Oh, yeah, that's a good spot. Yeah, it's really close by. Um, but it's really cool. Yeah, with uh, Twitch going after these sports markets. It's interesting seeing these worlds collide, considering, you know, stereotypically a lot of people who really like video games are like, you know, lol, sports, sports ball, ho, ho. Um, but it's really cool seeing Twitch branch out like that and have more stuff. I mean, because I, watching a game with Twitch chat seems like that'd be nuts. And I remember cool. being like that when I was like 10. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yo, when so. are we going to get the Winter Olympics on Twitch, though? Man, that'd be cool. When Sonic and Mario compete. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. That's all the news I wrote down. Did I miss anything? Um, probably. <laughs> Perfect. But nothing I y'all can think probably of. Probably as well, but I don't really care to talk about any of it, I guess. <laughs> Let's move on to new releases. There are still games coming out, despite the year almost being over. Um, on Switch, the big release this year. This year, I, did, I thought I got a. Yeah, I'm, I'm tired, guys. I thought I got pushed back actually. So that's that's a typo on theirs. Um, the American version of Hidden My Game by Mom comes out on uh, 3DS and the Switch. American on version. Yeah, well, it's called Mom Hid My Game. And it's, I guess, better localized. The localized version. Because on the phones, it was really jank and like barely in English. And that's why the game was called Hidden My Game by Mom. <laughs> uh, but now it's just called Mom Hit My Game, which is a way worse title. And that's coming out on 3DS and Switch on Thursday. Um, as well as a whole bunch of other Switch games. Mer- Max, The Curse of Brotherhood. Uh, Frederick, Resurrection of Music. Tiny Troopers, Joint Ops, XL. The next Penelope, Race to Odysseus. Puzzle box maker, mom hit my game. The dear god, guns, gore, and cannoli of mice and sand revised are all coming out on and blossom tales. The sleeping king, all coming out on Switch on Thursday. Yeah, all these people coming to Switch, man. Like you said, I know. It's a lot of smaller indie games. A lot of these games came out before. Uh, the oh yeah, I missed this. I never understood why that weird bridge game was popular on YouTube. Uh, but it was, and now there's a portal version coming out next week on uh, PC, Mac, and Linux, where you like build a bridge and make your car go over it. I don't know. I'm not a. I am a millennial. What's under millennials? I'm not one of them. Who... Never stop sneaking came out on Switch. Buy that game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Haven't played it yet, but it looks amazing. And that's pretty much. That's pretty. I think that's pretty much it for 2018. Um, uh, yeah. Inside came out on iOS. Nice. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I know. So that means this year we got. Fez, Inside, and The Witness. <laughs> All in, I might um, actually update to iOS 11. Yeah, I did that on my iPad, and I absolutely hate it. So, Well, shit. <laughs> um, so that's it for your new releases. Let's take a trip back to the past with... Retro Rewind. Okay, so we've been talking about this for the past few weeks now, and yeah, we have officially come full circle oh, for a shit. retro rewind. What's the we point? Have. <laughs> uh, do we want to keep going with this? Because, you know, it's just the same shit every year, because that's how history works. <laughs> that's up to you we, guys. We're still fun visiting the past I and guess. seeing how things Sure, go. I probably forgot my answer. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this Week in Gaming in 2008... Shin Megami Tensei Persona 4 came out on the PS2. Yeah, that game's great. Great game. And I remember we started around, I remember one of the first we did was on Persona 4. And that's why I remember that. And then I also remember going to Sonic Unleashed in 2008 on PS3. Oh, boy. <laughs> what a game. Werehog. <laughs> Werehog. Yeah. But, see, that never like made sense to me, because wouldn't that mean he's a man hog? Yep. That's the point. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, this week in 1990. <laughs> you just see it like he 
busts open like the Hulk and his like fur just flies off. You got like fucking man Sonic. <laughs> what came out this week in 1993, Neil? That shit, if I know. Doom came out in North America and oh, this nice. week do, 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 in 1993. Pew, 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 pew. No aiming required. Just move and shoot. Yeah, just be in the line of sight. Move and shoot, man. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess this week in 2006. Also a very good game. Wait, Wait really? The... This week? Apparently. That's what, this... the, that's what it says. <laughs> that was, that was December 11th, 2006. That doesn't sound on right. On the GameCube. Oh, so was it a Wii launch title before it came out on GameCube? Yeah. Okay, it was. Yeah. Right. It came out on Wii first. That is accurate. Gotcha. So it didn't do like um, Breath of the Wild then. Yeah, those yeah. launched day and date. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. Gex came out on the PlayStation 1 this week in 1995. Remember Would have Gex? never Gex. I remember Gex. Motherfucker. I don't think I ever played the original Gex. I know I played um, Deep Cover Gecko and the third one. The original is like so different from the other ones. I remember jumping to TVs a lot and like collecting I never things. played Gex. See, that, the, like, that was pretty much like the like the Gecko version of Mario 64 is what it was trying to be. <laughs> yeah, Gex, these Gex TV worlds. I started with Gex 2, which is Enter the Gecko, and then Gex 3 was Deep Cover Gecko. Gex 2 was the best. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. The, uh... That was a fun game. I remember that. Oh, yeah. Let's see. I lost my spot on my tabs. Here we go. Um... That's Japan... A lot of Japanese. The Animal Crossing cover for Japan looks really cool. One for GameCube. Oh, yeah, it does. It's just, like, different than other ones. Uh, then that's the pretty much... Oh, wait, no, that's Japan, too. Damn. All right, so pretty short week this week. Um, Persona 4 is still my go-to, I'd that, say. It's mine as well. I never played it on PS2. I played it on the Vita, but I'd still, I'm still going to take it because that's a great game. Yeah, it was what started my love for Persona. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> about you, Neil? I guess I'll have to go with Twilight Princess. Okay. Also another good choice. Because Zelda. And yeah. that was actually a odd game for me because like, I was pretty underwhelmed playing like the first three dungeons of that game. Yeah. It starts out really slow. I've still heard then, not great things about Twilight Princess. Or is that going to be one of those things where in like five years everyone's going to love Twilight oh, absolutely. Princess? Okay. Absolutely. Kind of like Wind Waker and Majora's Mask. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But like the last set of dungeons, like after you do the first three, are just insanely good. Mm-hmm. Especially because it's like, that was like one of the few Zeldas where you got items that weren't necessarily helpful as weapons also but they were just like good as items yeah um like like that gear like the gear is still like that dungeon was fucking cool as shit yeah it's all about the double claw shots dude (laughs) yeah double claw shots man it's like i'm spider-man but not really (laughs) um cool if you want to email the show you can gamewareexpress at gmail.com send in those games of the year no, not those games of the year. Your game of the year, number one, top spot. That's it. That's all we're asking. I mean, that's, that show is coming up. So. Not like their top five. No, nah, dude. I don't talk about all that shit. Top game, game of the year, and why? Okay. Numero uno. Four <laughs> K. Is that all we're doing? No, we're doing top five and other things. We'll discuss later. Well, shit. 
Um, <laughs> special stages. Yeah. Go. I actually meant to mention this last week, but I didn't. So I'll mention it this week. Okay. Uh, Darth Vader is Luke's father. <laughs> this has officially become a Star Wars spoiler cast, everybody. That's uh, next week. Don't listen to Vaughn. Um, yeah, I mean, I did just get out of Star Wars right before this recording, but that's not going to be my special stage. Um, I actually went to my first NBA game. Oh, shit. Okay. Uh, so a buddy of mine, his dad is like one of those like underwater scuba diver welder dudes. So he has... As you do. A lot of money. <laughs> so we had uh, seats that were like 10 rows from the court. Nice. Um, and it was uh, like Monday, like nearly two weeks ago when they played the Warriors. Uh, and they being blew, the Pelicans. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they blew like a 20-point lead great. to lose the game. <laughs> so that was kind of great. Uh, but no, otherwise, like that was really that was really fun everyone's so much bigger than you expect them to be when you're that close also like the stuff you don't hear yeah um on tv that you get to hear shit yeah like that cousins dude they had something like where he thought he got fouled so he went to go shoot but they gave the ball to someone else and he just like loudly in the arena you hear what (laughs) (laughs) oh man and uh what's his name green from the warriors Mm -hmm. that dude was starting some shit man he was like getting in with the Refs, I think mm-hmm. he got a technical like really early on that in the sounds, game, and then that sounds like Draymond. They were about to start a fight like on the court towards the end of the game. The last Pelican, Pelicans game I went to was a playoff game when we played the Warriors. Nice. So. Yeah, it was also really funny too because I guess like since you know people who tend to follow sports do the whole like, well, this team won the championship last year, so I love them. Mm-hmm. Like there was more Warriors fans <laughs> in the arena than Pelicans fans. That's funny. Yeah. It's pretty ridiculous. You uh you kind of copied my special stage. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I uh I went to a couple of LSU basketball games for nice. the first time this week. Uh, I haven't been to an LSU game in like two or three years. I did that two years ago. Like mm-hmm. I went early on because tickets are like six bucks. Well, during uh this like holiday time in between semesters, like a lot of students go home, so they were selling uh, a five game package for thirty bucks. Nice. And there's like student section tickets. Uh, we have a new coach this year, so like the team's looking real good. It's kind of a rebuilding year, not you know dissimilar to football. Yeah, last time, last last when I was going, uh, Ben Simmons was on the team. Yeah, and so that, that was, was like really awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. The uh, that been like last year, two years ago. Yeah, it was two yeah. years ago. And uh, it was when but, I was working at that warehouse. Yeah, but now it's like all the guys like they're moving the ball better. They're like gelling better. Like they actually hustle and it looks like they care. Unlike the past, where it's just like Ben Simmons has the ball. I'm really yeah. disappointed, though. The one missed opportunity out of all of LSU basketball is that they didn't name the band the LSU Brasketball Band. <laughs> yeah, the Bengal Brass Basketball <laughs> Band. But uh, I'm excited. We, they, uh, I'm going to another game tomorrow, um, game three of our little package. It was a really good game Wednesday night against Houston. Houston was 8-1, and one and we beat them. And now we're playing 9-1 Stephen F. Austin tomorrow. So it's exciting. Like there was a lot of people there. Like the the, the bottom part of the the arena was pretty much full. So it's yeah. probably like two thirds full with the top part being you know kind of empty. But the place was rocking. It was a really close game. It was exciting. It was it was fun. Yeah, when I went, we had seats like close to the top. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, there's not really a bad seat because that I mean it's not huge. If you sit if you right. sit in the top, as long if you can sit like mid court, it's still a pretty good spot. Yeah, if you can sit like the the, the baseline on the top, kind of sucks. But we were kind of like. 
in a corner. Okay, yeah, that's not too bad. So, not, not bad. So, basketball season's happening. I got free beanie for going basketball. is fun to watch, man. Yeah. It is. It's fun to play. The too. only thing I don't like about it is those games like where it gets to like the last 30 seconds. Oh, there's timeouts and they just, all the time. Yeah. Timeouts and fouls, and it's like the team's down by 15. It's like, dude, just... <laughs> like, I thought that was going to happen at the Pelicans-Warriors oh, really? game, but they ended up just, you know, with seconds left, they were just like, ah, yeah, Fuck it. just let it go. I mean, we're not coming That's back. That's why I really like watching NBA until it's closer to playoff time, because then they're actually trying. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, what is this, game, like, 30? Like, who the fuck cares who wins game 30 of the season, you know? Yeah. Uh, what about you, Vaughn? Uh, How many basketball games did you go to this week? None, sadly. <laughs> but uh, it's nice that you mentioned uh, Canes earlier in the podcast because I actually went to Zaxby's for the first time. Uh. Zaxby's with their Thousand Island dressing. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Zaxby's I mean, isn't for, bad, I mean, I'm actually. down for trying a whole bunch of like, new things. And how was especially it? Especially when it's for food. I thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. I like their uh, better like expansive menu, at least, because it's a big menu. Well, Canes' thing is they have one thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See, I brought up, we had Canes because of the basketball game, if they scored 75 points, which they scored 80, you got free Canes. Nice. Hell yeah. I'll definitely say I like Canes' chicken a lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the rest of the stuff at Zaxby's is really nice. Even the coleslaw is actually good. Uh, no. Crazily enough. <laughs> All right, Coach O. <laughs> like your extra slaw. But uh, the toast is crunchy, which is what I like. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I've only had the fingers, so I might try the wings next time if I ever go there again soon. It's like, the guys at 482 really want to, like, try out that menu, so. Well, there you go. There's your hot Zaxby's review. Um, and I guess that brings us into our show. We will have, after the credits, another exciting episode of Adam Ball Z. Stick around for that. Uh, until then, uh, I am on Twitter at Adam Arinder. I'm at V the White Mage. Uh, I am at Mogazord. <laughs> and you can find Gameware on Facebook, facebook.com slash GameWareBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash GameWareExpress. Let's do it on SoundCloud, where I post every Friday-ish, uh, as well as on Xbox, uh, Google, Google Play, and iTunes. Um, are you both want to stick around for some Dragon Ball talk? I mean, I am. Neil, you gonna stick around? I mean, yeah, I'll be here, sure. Cool. Um, so if you want to talk Dragon Ball Z with us, hang around. If not, thank you so much for listening. Have a great weekend. We will see you next week. It's been like a month since we've done this. So previously on Adam Ball Z, <laughs> perfect. Uh, I started watching the show. Boring. I learned who Goku is, <laughs> and who Piccolo is, okay. and who Gohan is. All right. And I fucking hate Gohan screaming. <laughs> me, me. It never me. fucking stops. Baby Mario. <laughs> and I was just introduced to Radis, who was Goku's brother, and that's where I had stopped. Okay. So I've made some progress. I've watched like 10 other episodes since then. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, so there was like a big battle where Goku and Piccolo 
team up because they were like bad guys, I guess, in the past, which I really didn't see because I didn't watch Dragon Ball. Oh yeah, they were they were enemies. They were enemies, but now they're friends, but not really. And they have to fight Raddus because Raddus kidnapped Gohan, and he keeps fucking screaming. And I want to throw my TV through the window. I mean, you tried getting kidnapped by this super fast, powerful alien dude <laughs> while you're a kid. So and that happens to some people. So they climb. <laughs> This show is strange because, like, Piccolo's like, I have this new move, but I need to charge it for five minutes. So he just, like, sits there and looks constipated with his fingers on his forehead while he charges his, like, laser beam. And then he misses. And he's like, all right, I'm just going to do it again. Mm. Hold off this, like, super fast dude for another five minutes. I thought I was disappointed when I missed a fusion rifle shot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So they, like, dance around and yell at each other and fly through space and shit. And then... Piccolo finally gets his laser beam shot up, and the only way that they can stop Raditz is Goku holds on to them, and they both get shot with the laser. Oh, shit. So yeah. they both die! Oh. They both end up dying. The horror. But that's okay, because Goku goes to, like, Karate Heaven, and has, like, a halo, and he's gonna go train with, like, God, but only if he runs along this, like, snake road for 10,000 miles. Mm-hmm. It's a dragon road. Yeah. No, it's a snake. It's a dragon. Well... Snakes are, or the dragons are kind of like in the same thing. It's like snake, <laughs> snake-like dragons, I think, are called like worms. I think with a Y. Oh, okay. So yeah, like a so yearns. Sure, I don't. Think so. <laughs> so that that was pretty devastating. We lost our main character in like the fifth episode of the fucking show. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. They're like, ah, he's dead, but whatever. We have these it's dragon balls. Like we a, can get. It's exciting like, already, right? It's kind of like, a, well, that's why they say on the next exciting. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like uh, Brian Cranston in Godzilla. Oh, yeah. Just, just knock him off real quick. Yeah, just why not? Yeah. Um, so meanwhile, while Goku just runs along this road, um, Krillin's a pussy. His wife's kind <laughs> of a bitch. And her... her is Bulma his is, wife? No, it's, it's, no, it's, it's Chi-Chi. Chi-Chi. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Bulma's Goku's wife, right? Yeah. All right. And, no, no uh, Chi-Chi's Goku's wife. Wait. Bulma's not anyone's wife. Oh. Bulma's just kind of there. Yeah. Bulma's waifu. Waifu, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, his father-in-law is a large man and has a funny voice. Yep. Then he's like, oh, <laughs> I'm coming to dinner, Chi-Chi. Where, where's Goku? I want to see my grandson. Is this Barney like Rubble? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> it's like you're watching the uh, Funimation dub or whatever it is. Like when That's it was like on the official Toonami, one, right? When it was on Toonami, when we were watching it way back in the day, it was the Ocean dub. Which sounds oh, way different. Really? So, yeah. Is that oh, why my so... theme song sucks? Yes. <laughs> rockin', <laughs> rockin', Dragon Ball. Yeah, it was a, it was a different, uh, different theme song, too. Oh, I don't know if I'd like that. Why is it different? No, so is, like, Goku's it. voice actor different? Uh, it's the it's the voice actor that he has for him now, as opposed to what he was That's strange. Huh. Because it's like, in my that. head, I have all these voices for the characters that... Yeah, Apparently, it, it, I don't know them anymore. Yeah, we were watching a different dub, but like they they changed it to Funimation on Toonami when they got to the Frieza saga. Okay, so well then know. I've seen it then. Yeah, yeah, because I watched I watched through Garlic <laughs> Junior. Well, because well, you bring that up because I was really confused because I've obviously seen a lot of Dragon Ball art because like after they kill Raddus, his like friends who are also Saiyans. Vegeta and a large man, Napa, Napa know how, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, are going to come to Earth because they're just like, let's just destroy the Earth. But like, Vegeta has red hair. 
And I'm like, why does Vegeta have red hair? I thought he had, like, black hair. Yeah, they changed up his design as, like, these next few episodes go along. I just don't really acknowledge it. Well, because when Raditz <laughs> shows up, I thought it was Vegeta, because they look the fucking same. Because, like, I mean, his armor looks completely multicolored, too, right now. That's going to change later, too. Yeah. So don't pay it no mind. Neil looks very perplexed. <laughs> I mean, right I guess now. it would make sense that uh, Vegeta is a soulless ginger. <laughs> <laughs> but he seems kind of like a little prick who has little man syndrome. Really? Um, hmm, no, uh, <laughs> Vegeta. Vegeta. <laughs> um, He's got that wicked widow's peak too. Yeah. Oh yeah, and then also like Piccolo kidnapped Gohan. He's like, uh, "Your dad's dead, so I'm gonna train you." That's it. Yeah. And then he's like, "All right, here you're in this like woods. Just survive here for six months. I'll be back later." Well, yeah, during that whole like Raditz fight, uh, Gohan was showing his shades of like his superpower yeah. or whatnot. Yeah, he broke out of the like capsule and like headbutted him or something and broke his armor uh but yeah he was like all right i'm just gonna leave you in these like this like plateau for six months bye and then he left but then he secretly helped him by giving him apples and some clothes mm. like dwight does michael yeah exactly but gohan's like five right he's really young yeah he's like super young <laughs> they like to show him peeing a lot which is kind of weird and you get to see like his dick in one episode which is also weird because he's yeah. like five <laughs> Gotta get used to that for a little bit. They do that a lot in Dragon Ball as well with little Goku. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of got like the humor thing going on with it. Right. So, when when Dra- Dragon Ball Z came out in America before Dragon Ball did, is that right? Yeah. So, I'm not missing anything by technically watching Z first. That's no, how it no. was when it came out. And they, out. they explain a lot of stuff that happens yeah, in Dragon Ball no, they, they while do, you're watching Yeah, Z. they mention things, which just makes me feel like, should I have seen this? That's why I don't like going into things like on like a sequel, you know? Yeah. Well, that's how we were forced to do it. No, yeah. So, that, that's what makes me feel better about it. Um, because, oh, yeah. I also had no idea that um, the Saiyans, you know, they had their tails. I didn't know that was a thing. But then they turned to giant laser-shooting monkeys mm-hmm. yep. in the moonlight. And the Piccolo's just like, fuck the moon. And he just shoots the moon and it blows up. Like, what the fuck is going on in this show? <laughs> and then he just rips Gohan's tail off, which seems really unnecessary because he already blew up the moon. And if the moon turns him into a werehog uh, <laughs> and you blow the moon up, why do you need to remove his tail so he doesn't turn into a monkey? It's sure it's... Tidal waves. Yeah, fuck your tidal waves. <laughs> just, <laughs> in, just in case the moon randomly comes back. It's not well. It's stupid because like it's really dumb. Because in the, in the episode, Gohan's like, "Oh look, I have a shadow." Well, the moon's so big, monkey. And then Piccolo shoots the moon and blows it up. And but he's there's still like a shadow on the ground. I'm like, where's the shadow coming from, Piccolo? You blew up the moon. <laughs> Silly 1987 animation. Uh, so yeah, I mean it's interesting. Like. I, I seem to hit a couple episodes that I don't know why they existed. Like, there's this one where Gohan's, like, in a cave hanging out with a robot and, and during his training. And it just keeps cutting back to Goku complaining, complaining about having to run on this road. Like, all right, we get it. You're on a road. Just shut up and run. Or jump or fly or whatever you need That's to do. That's the point of it. Show you how long it is. No, I get it. It's 10,000 miles is what they said. Wait till he's creating the spirit bomb. <laughs> that takes, like, six episodes. <laughs> Um, it's not that long. <laughs> it's about that long. The last episode we watched, uh, Vegeta and Nappa know how were going to Earth, but they stopped off on this like bug bug planet because they wanted to just like fight people. But it's kind of like a shitty planet. So then they like defeat all of the armed guards and the king, and like this prisoner is about to get back with his girlfriend, and then Vegeta just blew the fucking planet up, and then they flew off. And yeah. I was like, oh man, now I'm sad. Poor bug guy. 
does it does it get to be with his like, like girlfriend? They gotta instill that hate for Vegeta. I guess so, because it was just like the Death Star blowing up Alderaan, yep. which is a Star Wars mm-hmm. reference. I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> Speaking of a, <laughs> you know, not liking to watch sequels before the first movies Mm -hmm. let me introduce you to the series called star wars (laughs) (laughs) because uh it didn't get translated and moved to america (laughs) until 1999 (laughs) yeah when episodes uh four five and six released yeah um i didn't realize that oh man dragon ball z was is from 87 yeah it's older than me and then, but it, 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 it didn't come to what, America. It's like ninety two. I'm older, or something like that. Uh, I don't think it came until later. Oh be yeah, because I was watching it on Toonami, and I was like in like sixth or seventh grade. It's like it was on like some other network before Toonami. For oh, a while. Was I it? think that was oh, only okay. for like maybe one or two years. I think uh, I didn't start watching it until like I was maybe nine years old. Let's see. Um, yeah, I think I was 96. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. The TV show was 89 to 96 in Japan. Yeah. And then it came over to America. Why can't this just tell me things easily? So I don't have to like stall. Dragon, dragon, watching Ni- dragon. 97. There it is. 97 to 02. Um, and I was on Toonami 98 to 03. Yeah. Yeah, so 98 is when I was watching it. So, so damn, I was in so 6th grade. So like 9 years later, 8 or 9 years later it comes to America. That's crazy. Um so yeah, I mean I'm I'm interested and I want to keep watching it. Shit, I, you think that's a long time? Not until Gundam Wing got big did we start getting like OG Gundam and OG Gundam is yeah. like <laughs> early 80s and so, that didn't come over until like <laughs> 2000. So I know I'm skipping ahead, but like there are a bunch of other Dragon Ball series. I know Super is happening right now, like live, but are any of the other ones worth watching after Z? I mean, GT is interesting, but it's also not canon now. Oh, really? So, yeah. It was made by a different uh, different director. What about Kai? Kai is literally just Z. Oh, okay. Just Cutting out most of the filler, I guess. Okay. Like oh, yeah, Goku running the, on a the, road and complaining. <laughs> but it's also a different dub, and it's even worse. So, oh, so is it not official? It, it's official, oh, okay. but it's it's. Well, know, yeah, because Goku's running on this road to go meet Master Kai, and I'm like, oh, that's like Dragon Ball. Kai. GT is uh, don't listen to Vaughn. It's trash. Yeah, it's. I, I, I didn't say it was good. I said it was interesting. It how's, is bad. <laughs> There's only like one good arc out of like twelve. How super? Have you watched any of that? Uh, I haven't actually had the chance to start it yet. But from what I've heard, like from a lot of my friends who have been watching it, it's really good. Like and I'm I curious watched, uh, because I watched, like I watched the two movies that came out before the series, mm-hmm. which like they're both part of the canon. So yeah. those are those good. good. The yeah. Dragon Ball Z movies are really good. Yeah, I, are, are those necessary? Um. I would say watch the latest two that came out if you don't want to watch the beginning of Super because that's what the beginning of Super covers for the most part. Oh, okay. Well, because I'm curious, like, because I mean, you know, obviously this is like th- almost 30 year old anime mm-hmm. style. Like, I'm curious what the show looks like in today because, like, some of those animes that come out today, like, look really good, like, visually. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious what, like, a Dragon Ball would look like in today's, like, I haven't style. seen so, any of Super. I know it's on, um, it's on Crunchyroll. 
Um, I just obviously need to get through the rest of these like 350 episodes to, to get to it. Is Dragon Ball worth watching? It's, it's it, fun. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it's like necessary to watch, but if you want to watch it, go for it. Mm. I thought it was okay. 291 episodes, and I've watched 11. 280 to go. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. It's going to be a long podcast. Yep. Uh, so I plan to start Super after I finish Xenoblade, finally. <laughs> nice. Oh yeah, also there, like, I got introduced to a new character, I don't remember his name, he has, like, scars on his face, and he's, like, a baseball player. Yamcha. Namcha? Yamcha. 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 And he's like, I'm really good at baseball, and I'd rather fight. And I'm like, oh, I'm just too good, every time I get up there, I hit a home run. Yamcha's great. Yeah? You still haven't been introduced to, to my favorite character yet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Vegeta. No. <laughs> <laughs> he's already been introduced. Trunks. Oh, yeah, I've heard, of, I've heard of Trunks. He's Vegeta's son. Oh, spoilers. No, it's... I'm just joking. <laughs> he's not, he's not until way later, though. So. Yeah, no, that's cool. So, yeah, and then I also was introduced to... No, I guess not really. There's, like, blonde girl who shot rockets at a cop, and I was really confused Watch. by that, too. <laughs> and then there's like a lot of dinosaurs running around that Gohan likes to hang out with. So, Particularly this one T-Rex-looking thing where yeah, he keeps he, cutting off his tail, tail so time. he can eat breakfast. <laughs> it's like, here's some tail meat. There's um, just, like, weird. this weird, like innocence and naivete to both goku and gohan's character which is like weird i mean gohan makes sense because he's like a small child but like even goku at this point it's funny and he's running around the snake road with his little halo on because he's like <laughs> heaven so that's just ridiculous so i mean i'm excited to get more to it comes down to you know will goku ever make it to the end of this snake road will gohan ever stop crying will i finally get really into this show Find out next time on Adam Ball Z.